It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Welcome to the Women's Exclusive, a podcast where you will find the resources and fresh perspectives to take action and empower yourself to build a life you love in business and in motherhood. I am Laura Lee. And I am Gabriella. We are two mompreneurs who love creating, scaling, and building our business while tackling the joys and craziness of motherhood. Join us in this journey in the Women's Exclusive. We want to take a moment and thank the Divas That Care Network for hosting us. We are grateful to be surrounded by strong business women creating meaningful impact in the world. Well, welcome to the Women's Exclusive. My name is Yaskar Gabriella. I am Laura Lee, and I am with Inspired by Laura. And we're so excited today because we have an amazing guest on the podcast, Miss Jordan Guilford from Gems for Gems. How's it going today? I'm so excited you're here. Oh, so good. I am absolutely honored to be with you ladies today and so excited to get into it. Nice. You know, we're so excited to have you, as we just said. And just a little tiny bit about Jordan before we jump in. She's got a lot to say. And um, we have some questions for her, for all of you guys as well. But she's a small-town girl who had a dream to make a difference and pursued it with all her heart. And I really love uh, what you wrote there. Um, and so we're really excited to hear from you. And... Um, learn more about you and as Yelska just said she's with gems for gems and so we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about jordan um and we're going to talk about some things that are coming up with with gems for gems and for jordan and to let you guys know about that i just want to before we start i'm wearing my gems for gems swag today because obviously (laughs) anyone listening you guys can't hear us uh or see us or you hear us you can't see us um but i am wearing my sweater and my gems for gems uh necklace and actually we will be tagging and putting in the comments where you can buy and support gems for gems and and get some swag right now but we'll talk more about that later too so jordan again thank you for being here um please tell us a little bit more about yourself uh well um uh, my life has really been the inspiration for um, me beginning Gems for Gems. Uh, so I'll give it to you in a little nutshell. Um, uh, I was raised in Nova Scotia um, <clears throat> and we had uh, very little of everything. Uh, so food, hot water, heat were often um, luxuries for us when we were growing up. Uh, and I, I experienced different forms of abuse uh, while I was growing up, um, but it was very um, hush-hush and swept under the rug, and um, I just really <clears throat> wanted to be able to do something that made a difference in as many women's lives as possible, and also make making a difference feel like a doable option for everyone in the public. And something that has really um, opened my eyes uh, is that most people who 
want to help um, will choose to do nothing as opposed to doing something uh, because they have a perception that doing something small is meaningless and it's just not. Uh, to me, if we had everyone doing something small, we would all live in a very, very different world. Uh, so Gems for Gems, yes, are we working to be able to end the cycle of domestic abuse? Absolutely. Do we focus on economic recovery for survivors? Absolutely. But a big part of Gems as well is a movement that has happened, and it's happened because of the incredible people that have joined us um, all on board to be able to contribute what they can, when they can, and how they can to be able to move the dial. That's awesome. So how did you actually start Gems for Gems? Like what, like think back to where your, your aha moment, what was it like? What were you doing? And what prompted you to be like, I need to do something like right now? Uh, it didn't happen like that. <laughs> it, it was, it was much more, uh, the interesting thing with Gems is that it's every level of it has been super um, organic and very uh, a very natural progression from one phase to the next, including its start. So for instance, I moved here from Nova Scotia, uh, moved to Calgary from Nova Scotia uh, six years ago, and um, I was at a dinner party and uh, with one of my friends actually from university who I hadn't seen in 10 years at that point. Um, we randomly bumped into each other at the gym, so that was cool. Um, but she invited me over to a Christmas dinner party with a lot of other ladies in her community. And uh, they were all talking about the different initiatives that they're part of for children at Christmas time. And I was blown away because in Nova Scotia, we just don't have the resources for like 80% of it. <laughs> so it was, it was amazing uh, to me. But I said to them, uh, well, what about the women? And they just all looked at me like, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like no one had an answer for me because um, the focus has still very much been on children, particularly at Christmas time. And I think that's exactly where the focus should be. But what I know from my upbringing is that if children have nothing, 99% of the time the mothers have even less. Um, so at that dinner party, I... I told them a story, um, and this story is what led to the birth, if you will, of Gems for Gems. So um, when I was 14 years old, I started recognizing that my mom's uh, relationship with my dad was not uh, what I had just grown up assuming it was. Um, I, my dad, uh, when I was eight, we moved from Toronto out to Nova Scotia, and he didn't come with us. The idea was that he would join us, but um, when I was 14, he still hadn't, he was not abusive at all. Um, so that's not where my experience with abuse came. But this, this, at this time in my life, um, you know, we were going through puberty, noticing boys <laughs> and, and knowing kind of what you're looking for with boys. I realized that what I would be looking for is not something my mom had. And um, at that point, like I said, we had next to nothing. Um, often food was not available heat, hot water, like I said. So my grandmother um, used to give us $20 each at Christmas time to be able to go purchase gifts at our local church bazaar um, for each other. And uh, we would we would pick out toques and hats, or toques and, and mittens and, and scarves. And uh, and we were very, uh, we, were, we got excited about what pattern we were gonna pick and, <laughs> and we knew who made them. And, and so that side of the equation, although, Obviously, it's, it's super menial to a lot of people. It wasn't 
it wasn't uh, where we felt um, poverty at all. Um, but this year I had noticed, like I said, that my mom didn't have those things that I was already starting to look for um, with, with boys and just attention and affection and, and that type of thing. And um, so I asked my brother and sister if they would be willing to pool their $20 together with me um, to just get our mom something for Christmas. And instantly they were 100% on board. So we went to the store and we picked a little bracelet out and it looked like little leaves woven together, but um, it had what we thought were diamonds, definitely plastic. <laughs> and, but it was, the, it was sparkly and it was the most beautiful thing that, that we thought we'd ever seen and we were so excited to give it to her on Christmas morning. But when she opened it, she just started bawling and left the room. And she left three mortified kids behind. Um, we had no idea what we had done, no idea how to fix what we had done. And uh, in a few minutes, she came out of the bathroom and she had put on her best clothes, done her makeup, done her hair. And she just sat us down and told us that this little piece had reconnected her with being a woman. And uh, yeah, just a just a little just a little bracelet. But she had been so. What she explained to us was she was so stuck in life source mode for us uh, that she had lost track of herself as an individual and as a woman. So I said that story at uh, this um, dinner party, and everyone was like, "Wow, that's amazing!" And I just hadn't thought about the other side of that equation, and. So I just left there and I decided to try to collect as many pieces of jewelry um, and make little packages and give them to women in shelters. And I specifically had a goal of 20 packages because that was the number of women at the closest shelter to me uh, here in Calgary. And uh, I had only three weeks to collect and only one location would be was willing to collect for me. I asked several, but no one wanted the liability of having jewelry there and Anyway, Orange Theory and Seton decided um, to collect for me, uh, which was the biggest light up ever. And in three weeks, with a goal of 20 packages, we were able to collect enough for 436 packages. Wow. From one teeny, yeah, from there, from the, the studio instructors, from the participants, everybody just pitched in. And that was the start. Um, yeah, it was a very organic start. And then as more people came on board, we started working in the shelters and, and uh, because a lot of people wanted to be able to use what skills and talents they had to be able to contribute. So we created a program for in the shelters where uh, we had a fixed program and our ambassadors then started helping out and helping us host and helping present. And then what I noticed in the shelter was that a lot of women were asking similar questions um, uh, and particularly around the self-defense component. And uh, they uh, were asking stuff like, what do I do when I'm cornered? What do I do when I've been hit first? What do I do when there's so much blood that I can't see properly? And these questions kept coming up. And I realized that most of these women were trying to be safer for when they went back. Yeah. Um, so uh, that is when I decided that we have to do something to be able to make remaining outside of an abusive relationship actually viable for these women. So that's when I came up with the scholarship program. And and then I knew I couldn't volunteer my way to providing scholarships. So I got our 
our charity status and then just kind of rolled from there. <laughs> that was a lot of talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I was I'm definitely curious to know how Gems for Gems started. And I did when I was talking to one of the ladies who brought me in to become an ambassador, did mention mm -hmm. your Christmas story um about that. And it it was like it was beautiful. It's a beautiful story and it touched my heart too because it's true. Like us women, we do so much for so for everybody else that we literally forget about each other about ourselves and just having that one little piece of recognition just brings us back to that like wow i'm an actual person you know and um and then the fact that like the kids recognize that as well and you guys wanted to give that to your to your mom and so many women i could see like really, really appreciating that as well, even as a gift from, from a stranger. For sure. Well, and I mean, you just hit the nail on the head there too. I mean, this is, we've now been able to do over 16,000 gifts across Canada mm -hmm. and every single piece has been donated from women like you yeah. um, who have heard about gems and are willing to go through their jewelry box. And what happens is that when a woman receives that, it goes with a little note saying that they're a gem no matter what, keep their head held high, um, and that this gift is being donated to, to them by the women of Canada. And mm -hmm. suddenly they matter, and they don't just matter in their own lives, they matter to the lives of Canadian women, and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that's very powerful what you're doing. I'm sitting here actually crying. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we are crying. doing. You guys are part of it too. <laughs> yes, yeah, we are um, just just for our listeners. Uh, yeah, Gabriella and I are both ambassadors for Gems for Gems, um, and it means a lot, I think, to both of us um, with the work that Gabriella does, and um, for me with my own past, um, it means a lot to me too um, to be able to give back to women and to help mm -hmm. women um, in different ways. And I don't think you guys were around or I definitely didn't hear about you in Edmonton when I was going through my stuff, but I definitely did tap into a lot of resources in Edmonton and I'm so excited to be able to help mm -hmm. and give back and provide resources to women that need it to be able to see the light and to be able to come out onto the other side or to understand that they can because mm -hmm. when you're in it, it's hard to see anything different sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, Totally. Yeah. So I, something too that I think is difficult for a lot of women who are, who are going through it is that um, when they reach out or when they look to see what's available, it's very easy to get inundated with this, this many lists of counselors, this many lists of shelters, and it's hard to be able to differentiate and find what's right for them. Um, and to that, um, GEMS uh, came into existence because there was a hole and the hole was that women were going to shelters and um, so often returning to the abusive relationship afterwards. So that's the space that we work in is further down the road than shelters, further down the road than a lot of the people who are focused on domestic abuse. And the reason for that is that I believe in creating a, a bigger, brighter future. And I believe in every woman deserving exactly that. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to facilitate the opportunity um, and the hand up for people, um, which 
is a, is a shift of focus within our sector because the focus is nine times out of 10 at the other end of, of the spectrum, which is directly post abuse. And I just, I, I'm a big believer in manifesting and positivity. And I really want gems always to be a big ray of light and hope and forward focus, because I believe that whatever you focus on now is what you're creating for your future. And I want that to be beautiful for all of these women empowered beautiful economically sound and that's what what gems is yeah and you know on my side of things um for those listeners who don't know is that i specialize in empowerment boudoir photography um a lot of the clients that we see that actually come into the studio have been through that emo that um abusive relationship and have actually come out of it now and now they're building themselves seeing who they are again um, trying to create that life that they love, but I've also I also know that there's a lot of women who have not yet booked a session or are just looking who might still be in that abusive relationship that they're just kind of seeing themselves trying to get away from it and then trying to find themselves again. So a lot of the like information that we give, we want to be able to provide these women with like also resources and we're constantly saying you know we are ambassadors of gems for gems gems for gems help women get out of that situation and trying to like subtly give them the, that push that like we're here for you too so even though we technically see the women who are already out we mm -hmm. know that women are still watching us who are in that really that situation right now and dreaming of getting out or yeah. looking for that mm -hmm. yeah but the other thing too though is that the women who are already out mm -hmm. it's not over mm -hmm. no. you know like and and this is the thing again statistically the returning rates are incredibly high because the devil you know is better than the devil you don't so often and and so many times women get the courage to be able to leave and then feel like they can't mm -hmm. they can't do it mm -hmm. uh so yeah the thing about abuse too is a lot of people don't understand that it's not just a punch somewhere, a bruise on your arm, a bruise somewhere. It is that financial sometimes too. And and I know you guys are working to, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of things. Like there's a lot of different types of abuse out there. Um, and often there's more than just one type when you're in an abusive situation. Um, but I know Gems for Gems is actually working towards helping women. Um, you know, I don't think you really touched on this, so I'll just bring it up real quick. But um, being able to stand on their own two feet financially, which is massive and providing solutions to women, um, for getting college education afterwards or diploma or certificate to help them um, move forward. Can you quickly touch on that? Is that okay? Of course. Oh yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so this, this is really um, a massive step in the ending the cycle of domestic abuse um, mission because uh, through educating women, that's giving women something that no one can take away. So even if they were to find themselves in an awful relationship again, they would still have the ability to leave because they will never not be, uh, they will never be in a situation where they can't financially take care of themselves. So to that, we've partnered with um, the Aesthetics Institute, which is incredible. It's an incredible school here in Calgary. Um, we're always looking for more schools to be able to partner with too, but uh, partnership is important to us uh, for a couple reasons. 
one, we want to magnify the donor dollars um, to respect donors and so that donors know that we're doing the absolute best we possibly can with their, uh, with their contributions. But the other side of it, too, is that we want to partner with schools that recognize what we're doing and are on board with us. So to that, the Aesthetics Institute does full scholarship matching with us. We've also, and they're also nationally certified. So say a woman is in hiding and goes to school. When she leaves, she has the same certification in every province across Canada. Amazing. Uh, so she doesn't have to go through a recertification process. The other thing that's nice with aesthetics is that they can do it from their own home. Uh, work, whatever is most convenient uh, is, is possible. We've also partnered with uh, Avis College, which is for medical assistance. Again, huge, and it, I mean, we're, there's doctor's offices everywhere, um, and everywhere needs medical assistance. So we've, we've decided on the schools that we have because we want the women to be highly employable, and both schools have over 90% um, success rate for placement and, and working, which is fantastic, and we're, we feel very confident and excited about our scholarship program. So thank you for asking. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I, I I feel like that is something that's so incredible to be able to offer and definitely when you said that there's a hole in the market you were right on everything but this is also part of it there's um, I don't think there's anything that really compares to what you're doing out there su supporting women in every aspect mm -hmm. and that is just it's so massive and such an amazing thing thank you super proud <laughs> yes and you should be and I think a lot of women are proud a lot of I think all of your ambassadors are proud too I just gems is top to bottom an example of what can happen when people unite and that's what is just absolutely breathtaking to me literally every single day um, nothing that has been achieved through gems could be achieved by one or ten people it has taken every single person contributing to get us where we are and I just, I am absolutely awestruck by that, literally daily. Um, we asked you ahead of time what you're most passionate about and why. And mm -hmm. so did you want to just quickly touch on that? Sure. Um, I, uh, I mean, I know people would probably look at, at uh, gems and say domestic abuse, that's what she's passionate about. <laughs> or, um, or you know, economic recovery or whatever, all the aspects of gems, but you know that, that my biggest driving force is my kids. And I just look at this world as a parent and I highly doubt there's even one parent out there that wouldn't agree that it is a scary freaking place to be <laughs> raising kids in. And I, we came out here, we were completely alone. Um, so no one, none of our family was out here, uh, which was a really big um, move for us, very isolating. And we had to literally start from scratch with friends, with everything, contacts. And I just, I became aware that I had an opportunity to start um, building the network around my kids um, as beautifully as we possibly could and as in alignment as we possibly could with how we wanted them to be raised. So the biggest thing for me is really being able to, I have a thing that whenever, whenever I die, whenever that is, I want to have lived, um, already have been able to live an example of what I want for my kids. I want to be able to have them remember or be told, your mom did this, your mom incorporated charity, your mom did whatever she possibly could to be able to make change 
Yeah, you know what I mean? All of the, all of the things that, that I really want for the kids, the biggest one being, being kind. Mm -hmm. um, I want to have exemplified everything I want for my kids. We never know how much time we have left and I want, and I am fired up by that every single day that, that I am trying to create something that can be an example for my kids um, and create a world around them that I want them to live in. Yeah, I think both Mouska and I can relate to that massively. I think that's what we're both yeah doing ourselves too. So mm -hmm. yeah, for yeah, definitely. Um, my kids are also a driving force to everything that I do. I want them to see me and and say, you know, my mom can do this. I can do this too. I can shoot for the stars. You know, she had a dream. She she did it. I can do this too. You know, our kids definitely lead by our example. They follow our footsteps and for us to give them that um, positive opportunities and experiences will make them into a better, better people as well. I think that ultimately is the responsibility, calling and purpose of mm -hmm. parenthood. Yeah. You know, and, and my brand of doing that is, how I treat them, how I treat my husband and, um, and gems. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I really like to follow for raising my son. I said it before, I think on other podcasts, but, um, I really like to listen to Tony Robbins and how he conducts his life and how he trains, you know, entrepreneurs and people. I, I teach my son that stuff. Um, and I think, that's really important and i think it's important for kids to learn so young um, to respect themselves to learn how to respond instead of react to life situations and only just turned five and he's more prone to walk away from a situation or respond versus react already so young he's still five there's moments but um you know i'm really passionate about raising kids in that type of light um and in a completely different world i think you just said like you are creating the world um that that you want them to live in and mm -hmm. it is a scary world that we all live in and so creating that little bubble that little world um while you know teaching them that the world that we create for them isn't quite the world that everyone else lives into so that's mm -hmm. It's a balance to get there. Right. But they'll bring that love, that kindness, that everything, all the essence of what you've created around them, they'll bring them to that scary world. And yeah. if we have a million kids doing that, again, different world, right? Yes, actually, absolutely. different world. Um, the, our kids are uh, seven and eight. And uh, so they've obviously been raised right in the center of gems. <laughs> um, so, and I mean, they're incredible absolutely incredible. I couldn't do what I do without how wonderful they are and how patient and all of that. But, um, but it really does raise, uh, it creates different children, like mentally different thought patterns that go through their heads. For instance, my daughter, when she was uh, four, we were at a play place and there was a very large boy. I don't know how old he was, but he was way bigger than Lil. And, um, and uh, when, <clears throat> When uh, she saw him picking on another little boy and she went up to the, to the big boy and she 
just looked at him and then looked at the little boy and then looked back at the big boy and said, huh, he looks really sad. And the big kid just looked at her and walked away. So without being aggressive, without any anything, she just shifted the entire situation so gently, so calmly. Um, and I just, I see this type of stuff all the time. They just operate differently. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So what message do you want to tell the world? What, what do you want any woman who's listening right now, what do you want to tell them? What do you want them to know? That you deserve exactly what it is that would make your dreams come true. Um, and the bottom line is, is that um, no matter what we all go through, the responsibility and choice does still fall on the individual. And it's a, it's a really uncomfortable reality to sit with often, especially when you've gone through horrendous treatment and, and uh, the scars are there and sometimes really fresh. But the bottom line is that you can achieve exactly what it is that you want. It's all about believing in yourself and understanding that you don't have to be owned by what happened to you. Um, you know, I was speaking with one of our ambassadors earlier today and um, I, one of the reasons why we call um, what we like the, the sector um, domestic abuse is instead of domestic violence is because we want people who have experienced all forms of abuse to feel um, valued equally and to be seen equally and equally deserving um, of our support and of the sector's support. I think that by focusing on violence, there's so many women who are financially abused, emotionally abused, all the other forms of abuse that feel like they don't qualify because they're not being hospitalized. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a real, that's very saddening. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think that abuse needs to be looked at the same way as if someone was physically stabbed. Mm -hmm. um, if you're physically stabbed, everyone understands and accepts the reality that you have a mark, you have a scar on the surface of your skin, and then you have layers upon layers of scars according to the type of wound you received. But emotional uh, abuse is exactly the same. You just can't see it. So you can have peace. You can ha be as, as healed as you're ever going to be, just like that physical scar. Mm -hmm. But it still gets triggered. If it's pushed, it still hurts. If it if something reminds you of it, it still hurts. And that is not a reflection on you not being capable of moving forward or you not being over him or over it. That's just a reality. And I think women need to give themselves a bit of a break. Survivors, period, men and women need to give themselves a bit of a break and understand that you don't need to be around the pain without feeling uh, the triggers of it uh, in order to prove to yourself and others that you've moved past it. I understand that your wounds will always be there. They'll always be triggerable. They'll always, there'll always be some sort of, I mean, that's survival, right? Your body doesn't want you to put yourself back in that. So it's going to give you pain so that you don't repeat it. But just, I think that so many people feel that that means that they haven't, they haven't gone far enough. They haven't prepared themselves or they're not worthy of living the life that they deserve, but they so very are. Mm -hmm. And um, I just want everyone to know that, they can make a difference in their own life and they can have the life that they want. Just have to continue to believe. Yeah. That's awesome. And make a difference into their kids' lives if they have kids. Yes. 
Yeah, I think, you know, most of the people who have left um, abusive situations, uh, so many of them have said it was this one time and it was something with the kid yeah. um, that made them snap and leave. Mm -hmm. um, so our children are, are heartbeats. Yeah, you know? exactly. Well, that, that's awesome. That's, that's amazing. I love everything that you're doing and giving these women that push and that encouragement to create that life that they deserve. Yeah. For sure. Um, so what's on the books right now for, for GEMS? What do you guys have planned for the near future here? Especially with COVID going on. <laughs> COVID, right? So, yeah. <laughs> COVID life, man, it is a different beast. Yeah. Uh, so essentially what we've done uh, with GEMS, so obviously um, our ambassador program, everything that we've ever built has been, other than the scholarship program, has been for face-to-face uh, -face communication. Mm -hmm. yeah. So a little wrench got thrown in the plans for that. So we did have quite a few things cancel. Uh, also fundraising events and all of that. Everything is just we're trying to uh, deal with this new Normal. new existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the beautiful thing about GEMS is that we, have, we are led by a board that is incredibly versatile, resilient, um, bright, and uh, we believe in pivoting instead of stopping. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have pivoted. Um, one of the things that I'm super excited about is uh, that we're going to be having um, what was what we had hoped was going to be an in-person celebrity event, um, but we're going to do it on Zoom October 1st. Details will be coming, but I am incredibly so excited about that. And the whole point of that uh, event is, is to be able to do pretty much exactly what the point of this was, was being able to ignite uh, the knowledge and the passion in everyone listening to understand that they have the capability to make a difference and be part of our movement, which is being the change that we want to see in the world. And uh, each of the celebrities are, are coming at it from a slightly different angle, all of whom have experienced their own forms of abuse. And uh, yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be very uplifting and empowering. Uh, yeah. Super exciting. And then the other thing too is that we're working with a consultant and some students from the University of Calgary uh, to be able to revamp our Thrive program so that we can um, have it more scalable so that, for instance, we can bring it to Edmonton more often um, and we can really address the things that the shelters are really needing right now. Um, so we're working with the CEOs of our local shelters here. Um, as well as, like I said, students at the university and, uh, and a consultant to be able to make sure that we're addressing um, specifically exactly what is needed. Um, and then we can scale it back up again. So we're really, we're taking this opportunity to do a lot of internal work so that we can launch new and improved and be able to increase our impact on the outside. But our, our scholarship applications are still open. We're still, we're actually going through a couple more applications right now. And, uh, yeah, just very focused on impact and maximizing and spreading the impact as, as well and as effectively as we can. For sure. That's awesome. Well, you definitely have to give us all the details for those events so we can definitely. Um, definitely. And yeah, I'm honestly looking forward to having you guys come into Edmonton more often so we can be part of definitely. it. And, you know, um, abuse happens anywhere and um you know, we want to be able to help our community as well, too. So we're excited to bring you guys here and to build this amazing Gems for Gems here in Edmonton as well. And then, Laura Lee, you're in BC. Yeah, I would definitely love to see mm -hmm. 
eventually more out here and help mm -hmm. and grow that. Definitely. And, and this is the thing, when we can establish um, a widely accepted program uh, with shelters, it now it's incredibly scalable, right? Mm -hmm. So one of our celebrity ambassadors is in LA and others in Vancouver and other ones in Toronto. They all want the same thing too, so that they can be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So we're just really wanting to dial in and make sure we've got our finger on the pulse of what the shelters really need. Um, and then here's the thing, like what makes our events different is our ambassadors. Because mm -hmm. um, there's, it's very, um, there's lots of different events out there that have speakers and uh, and they're all wonderful. But what makes ours difference is, is the ambassadors. They set the tone. They help host. They, um, you know, when we when we go into shelters, um, the ambassadors are constantly looking for ways to build camaraderie. And it can be something as simple as saying, "I love your hair." Uh, oh, such a nice sweater. Um, what a nice bracelet. And they're looking to be able to show the women who so often feel so low and so much less mm -hmm. than everyone else. We, we work hard to be able to show them that we see them as equals. Mm -hmm. And that tone changes everything and it creates a 180 right in front of our faces. And it's just incredible. It's awesome. Yeah. So, you guys will see. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> no, I'm so excited. So where if somebody wants um, some more information about GEMS for GEMS, mm -hmm. um, either through scholarship for themselves who want to get out of the um, situation or even just to become an ambassador, where would they go? How, what's the process on that? Yeah, uh, great question. So um, our ambassador program, uh, we're looking for wonderful people who are engaged um, and who really want to be part of making a difference. Um, there's a little description on our website, but the answer to all of those questions are on our website. So there's a scholarship application link there. There's um, our ambassador link. There's uh, ways to be able to see some of our, of our current ambassadors, but we're going to be getting the rest of the ambassadors up there soon too. Um, and just more information, the founding story about the jewelry drive is there, jewelry drop-off locations in Calgary is there. We also have a resource page too. Um, it's titled, are you, if, uh, are you in Trouble? And underneath it is resources uh, per province um, so that people who are in trouble can reach out and at least get a bit of a start. The other thing too is I really believe in, in knowledge being power. And we also have research and statistics there as well. Um, there's a lot of people who, who feel that they have an arm's length from this cause but the reality is that with one in three women being survivors reported survivors okay so never mind the rest of the survivors that haven't said anything which so many don't um, one in three women are yeah. reported survivors of domestic abuse so this is not an arm's length cause for anyone mm -hmm. it's just whether you know or not yeah. Uh, so yeah there's lots of statistics there um, uh, we have our social media, our Facebook is really active as well, just Gems for Gems. Um, we have our swag store. May I take, may I make a plug? <laughs> <laughs> our swag store is our Be The Change uh, clothing line. And we want to be able to empower people to wear our clothing line, um, be able to answer questions about Gems for Gems. Um, and to be able to inspire other people to do exactly that, be the change that they want to see in their own world. Um, and 100% of the proceeds from our swag line goes directly to Gems for Gems and supporting our scholarship program. So that's also wonderful. Um, we work with local designers too. So um, 
yeah, it's all good. Can I uh, just say that your clothing line does work because I wear my sweater all the time. Love and it. I've been asked in public, like in lineups with people behind me, what what is this? Um, and so then I get to speak about it, right? So it does work. And knowing that 100% goes to the scholarships is absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. well, I I just wanted, sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to quickly add when you were talking about um, the one in three women and the women that um, it's just the women that are reported and then there's the women that don't report I just want to add like a lot of people don't even know if if they're going through abuse sometimes they don't even know um, mm -hmm. that if they're being highly manipulated so that's just something to remember too is it there's so much going on in the world in people's lives that we don't know about and they may not even know that they're being abused in, in that abusive relationship mm -hmm. or don't recognize it because they're not getting punched right mm -hmm. so again to why it's so important to to, to refer to as domestic abuse because then it's all-inclusive you know yeah. yeah yeah so carry on what you were going to say i just really thought that was important to <laughs> me Yes. Yeah, you were about oh. to say something. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I just, I just think that um, that it's all about doing what you can, when you can, and and how you can, and uh, becoming an ambassador is is a beautiful way to do that. Um, obviously, donating um, jewelry is a wonderful way. Financially supporting, purchasing any of our swag, like it's all. All of these ways are very meaningful contributions to us, and we accept and see all of them as highly significant and incredibly appreciated. That's awesome. Well, again, I just want to say thank you so much for being on this podcast with us and sharing your story and how Gems for Gems started and what we're going to see with Gems for Gems. I am really, really, really excited, and I can see this going like huge and i'm so excited to be a part of it too thank you i i am absolutely honored that you ladies chose gems to join and i'm so grateful and excited yes. <laughs> thank you so much for being our guest today and um we will have you, all of your social media links and websites in the show notes when um we upload this so uh please watch for that and um please reach out to Jordan if you would like to um, be of any kind of help to the cause for Gems for Gems. If you'd like to be an ambassador or anything, please reach out directly to her through the links that we provide. And um, again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.